Welcome to the Trust the Wizards podcast, Neil Finn special. It's going to be choice. Yes, indeed. Good evening and welcome to another Trust the Wizards outside broadcast. We were amply assisted there by our Antipodean friend, whose name is... Uh, Tom Williams. Tom Williams. Give yeah. Not, yeah. not giving the game away, but it is Tom Williams. Yeah. And he was absolutely right. We're, we're off to see Neil Finn, the, as they always say, the songwriting inspiration behind Crowded House. Indeed, yeah. And this is at the Apollo on the 26th of April 2014? It's at the Lowry on the 27th of April 2014. Oh, the Lowry. Yeah, the 26th was yesterday. Yeah, we're going to the Lowry in Salford, yeah. Thanks for that. Thanks yeah. for putting me right on that. Yeah. That, could have been, that could have been very embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. Anyway, so we're going to consider now, uh, because the idea of an outcome broadcast like this is to give you the non going public, and the, and the, an idea of the excitement of the experience of going and seeing live music. Uh, so we're going to run through our, our thoughts on all things Neil Finn uh, as we get increasingly excited about tonight's entertainment. So the uh, first thing to, to ponder in a way is Neil Finn obviously came up through Crowded House, uh, and Crowded House to many were, were demigods, but to a hell of a lot of the, the hip music press uh, and um, people interested in music, they were... Not very cool. They were evil. Yeah, not very cool. Uh, and, and they're not a sort of NME band, are they? They're not a band no, that have been ever embraced by the hipster. No, no. Uh, certainly not in the UK anyway. Uh, it's a strange thing. I think the main reason for that is because they've had some big hits. Big hits that are kind of daytime radio play staples mm. in Weather With You, Don't Dream It's Over in particular. Those two songs in particular, I think. Well, uh, also, also, it started off with In Excess, didn't it? And In Excess came from, you know, left field in the sense that they came from New Zealand. Um, they had one very big They're hit. Australian, aren't they? In Excess? They came from Australia. Australia. You know, yeah. I, I, tonight I think I'm going to Manchester yesterday. <laughs> it's the same sort of area, yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, and then that, that, that big hit with uh, I've Got You, whatever it's called. It, it, yeah. And then and, and they were... Need was, you tonight. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've Got You is James Brown, right? <laughs> I mean, it was going round in my it was going round in my head, <laughs> but they wore suits, didn't they? They wore suits yeah. and big hair, uh, and, and they weren't very cool either. They weren't cool not, at not, all. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Yeah. So when Crowd House came out, and, and Crowd House didn't come off the back of punk rock or techno or any musical form particularly, they they were a group. You know, they were great yeah. songwriting, and you know, the, certain amount of the mainstream picked up on them. That's uh, right. So, yeah. So it's, so yeah, in, t- in terms of the NME, they they were a pop band that then. Merged into another pop band who had a hit single. Yes, but I mean, I think the the reason why they're not very not considered to be very cool by a lot of people is um, you know you've got the whole sort of bank of bands. I mean, if they sound like if I had to say what do they sound like, another band. The first band that would come into my head is another band that we we both like is Squeeze. But Squeeze yeah. have always been fairly critically acclaimed. Mm. Credit House sound a lot like. You know, they're very, very informed by the Beatles and their songwriting, yeah. Yeah. and so are Squeeze, and they, they sound very similar. And Elvis Costello, people like that. Yeah. Great yeah. songwriting, the in, the, you know, in, interesting instrumentation, a mixture of musical styles, great voices. But those guys, Elvis Costello, I think this may, maybe we're getting to the bottom of why, what the difference is. Elvis Costello and Squeeze came along in the post-punk era, yeah. and I know that um, Crowded House in the form of Split Ends were around in that time, but they were very much more sort of band that 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 became that the most people became aware of in the eighties, when maybe that wasn't so cool. And, it, and other, I think other bands that we both like suffer from the same kind of stigma. Prefab Sprout, yeah, Aztec Camera, 
you know, they they they're cool if if you know to us because but uh, a lot of people go what prefab sprout what the hot dog jumping frog yeah well as that camera bloody um you know somewhere in the, you yeah. know they, it's like a radio to staple well it's almost know? it's almost like we uh, undervalue uh, songwriting yeah we, we don't pay enough even though all genres depend on great songwriting the actual just the art of songwriting without it being tied to a synth revolution a dance revolution or something else we massively undervalue it. So a great songwriter comes up not playing the music of the day, then they, they, they kind of miss the ball. Yeah, and also I think if you had that kind of disease in the 80s, if that's the right word for it, with, of um, records that were vastly overproduced, far yeah. too much going on in them. Uh, and, so, and a lot of those bands we talked about, I think early Crowded House, pre-Woodface, there's a little bit of that, certainly Proof of Sprout. Definitely, and and certainly, uh, sort of like mid mid to late eighties Aztec Camera as well. There's just far too much going on in them. They're trying to sound too pop. Mm. Mm. Well, they're not trying to sound too pop because they were very successful. They had big hits, uh, so they're obviously sounding just about the right amount of pop. <laughs> but um, but you know they don't necessarily sound great when you listen back to them now. They sound a bit dated. They sound like the eighties. They sound like the eighties. Whereas Woodface, the album which is much oh, yeah. more acoustic based. Produced by Mitchell Froome, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that doesn't sound dated. It, it not so much. It's vocal harmonies and it's acoustic instruments. Well, and, let, it's, let, and it's not so much. Let's talk about Woodface because no, it doesn't sound dated at all. It no. sounds magnificent. Yeah, it still does. Uh, but if we think about our roads to Neil Finn, because having said all that stuff about oh, in excess, it was so sniffy and don't dream it's always a, a big pop hit, but no one really liked them. I didn't really like them either, to be honest with you. And, <laughs> so I was very much <laughs> in the mainstream of rock critique. Um, but what hooked me was when I heard uh, Chocolate Cake on the radio, uh, and particularly uh, Weather With You. Right. Uh, I just thought, well, this, these are amazing songs. I've got to get hold of that. And one of my friends broke ranks and bought Woodface. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the two of us illicitly went off uh, and, and listened to it a lot. And I became completely obsessed with, with Crowded House at that stage. And of course, then when you went back and bought the first two albums, which are fantastic. Yes. Even yeah. if, as you said, yeah. they've got a bit of an 80s tinge now. Yeah. You think, well, yeah. they could have done a bit without that. Uh, but, it, but absolutely tremendous nonetheless. Uh, and I bought, this is how obsessed I was, listener. I'll play you this. Yeah. That, that is the sound of a tape being hit on a CD of the same album. Me, yep. the most parsimonious. So that which, which is that Temple of Low Men? No, no, that's the first album, isn't it? The, the both. Yeah. Oh, you got both. Yeah, you got Temple of Low Men and the first album. Yeah. Uh, and both you got cassette and uh, uh, CD of both of them. Fantastic. Because I was yeah. I was looking to the future, obviously. So I got everything on cassette. <laughs> uh, then realised that the days of the cassette was It over. was very much the format of the future in the mid-80s, wasn't it? It yeah. did have a weakness in that yeah. if it snapped in your tape machine, that was, uh, it. That was the end of yeah. it. It was very portable. That's what I liked about cassettes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that was I was thinking yeah. you could have a Walkman, strapped it to your side, you were away. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, but then, uh, obviously they split up, uh, and I lost a bit of interest uh, until the independent... In the, in the wonderful days when you can get three CDs out of newspapers, it seemed like a wonderful gift then. Yeah. Uh, and the Independent had a, uh, a six-track CD with a version of a song called Weather With You, which I'd never heard before. Uh, no, we- is- Wherever You Are, you mean. Wherever You Are. You've got Weather With yeah, You. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Lowry, is it? Yeah. Lowry, yeah. Good. Uh, yeah, Wherever You Are. And uh, it's an acoustic version. And when you hear him say, Wherever You Are, it's 3am and I'm asleep. 
you just think that is the most beautiful line and he goes on to sing a song about abandon and about total devotion uh, and, and he, he had me once again let's hear it wherever you are VH1 Special Live wherever you are it's 3am I hope you're as moved as I was. Well, I, in, in uh, when Woodface came out, which was what 1989, a bit later than that. Don't ask me about yeah. dates. Um, I was working in the record shop, and it's it's probably fair to say I probably would never have listened to that album were it not for the fact that I was working in an HMV shop, and we played it a lot. It was a bit of a sleeper hit, the album in the UK, as in it wasn't a big major 
uh, release when it was released, but it sold and it kept selling for quite a long period of time, selling in steady amounts because there was a series of singles that uh, were, that all did very well and it kind of became more and more popular. Actually, yeah. I, I, my recollection was that it's only natural was first and did nothing, right? Uh, and then weather with you came out and that. It got a lot of interest. And then four seasons in one day. I it? think maybe Fall at Your Feet was before Weather with You. Ah right. And okay. certainly four four seasons in one day was was the last single off the album. And and, and I'm, I'm I can't remember actually. Uh, I've got a few CD singles here actually. I've got Weather with You and I've got Fall at Your Feet uh, over here somewhere. And and in fact I bought this one uh, uh, Fall at Your Feet CD single. It's a double CD pack, and one of them has got some live tracks on it, and the other one is is kind of like. Um, it's got Fall at Your Feet and it's got Don't Dream It's Over, Sister Madly and Better Be Home Soon. And I heard Don't Dream It's Over. I, I was kind of vaguely aware mm. of the song and I, I but quite liked it. I had no idea who it was by. And I'd also heard Better Be Home Soon and was vaguely aware of it and quite liked it, but I didn't know who it was by. And then I bought this CD single so oh, that's by them. All yeah. those songs are by the same band. I love this band. <laughs> so, it, yeah. it is one of those happy coincidences that Woodface yeah. was there. It pulled you in and you thought, these are brilliant. I've gone by all the, all the other stuff. And... There's a whole history there yeah. that opens up yeah. for you. It's like a treasure chest. But, I mean, the album after that, Together Alone, oh, we'll talk about that again a bit more as well, but, I mean, there's some very, very strong strong songs on there. But then, like you say, they kind of split up, uh, did, did a few solo things, and, uh, and in, which were you know, Neil Finn solo stuff, Tim Finn solo stuff, uh, and... Then they got back together. Um, I saw them as well. I saw them live at the Hammersmith Odeon around about the time of Together Alone. So I think that was oh, did you? about 93, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it wasn't what I expected at all because you have this idea of what the band are going to be like live and fairly reserved. But it was, I mean, Hammersmith is, you know, surrounded by Shippers Bush and Acton. Massive, massive New Zealand and Antipodean mm-hmm. population around that part of London. It was a, it was a huge party. It was mm. a very very drunken crowd. It was a very very sing along crowd, mm. uh, and it was like a massive party, you know. And not what I expected from this low key acoustic band at all. I think you're dead uh, right there, and yeah. that's one of the things that a lot of people didn't pick up on. The crowds were really rock and roll, uh, yeah. and if you go onto YouTube and see some of the concerts, I remember one. It's in Australia, and I think you know, Sydney Opera House in the background. It's wild. Uh, and he was getting everyone to sing along, and they weren't very good. And he says, "Australia, it's piss poor." And he <laughs> thought, "This is this is really good." Well, it, they, they, the one thing they do very well is he interacts with the crowd a lot. He chats to the crowd. He doesn't take himself particularly seriously. The other members of Crowded House chat to the crowd. I hope, obviously, it's not Crowded House we're seeing tonight. It's Neil Finn, uh, but I I'm, I hope that they still kind of do some of that, and they take requests from the crowd and things like that. Can I be honest yeah. with you, though, Sharitha? Yeah, I'm absolutely honest with you. I think I, I listed down the things I loved about Crowded House. Yeah. Great songwriters, loads of personality, obviously the voice, the harmonies were fantastic, great rock and roll spirit, lyrically intriguing. You know, uh, I, I wrote down, uh, love children of the new age, just a hippie with a weekly wage. One yeah. of my favourites. Yeah. But do you think the jury's out a little bit on his solo stuff? Because I, I like, like this new OP, I, I feel the same about this new OP, but his other solo OPs, which I enjoy them. Yeah. But there's not the standout smash you in the face, you know, mega track uh, that's littered on Crowd House songs. Well, yeah, you, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you, but actually, I have to say that that apart from Woodface and Together Alone, uh, probably my other favourite album he's made is the one uh, with he did. He's done two albums with his brother, with Tim. Finn. Yes. Uh, one was called Just Finn, 
which you've got over there in your pile of CDs. Oh, yeah. And the other one, which is great, actually, that Finn album is great. But what this one it, it, I really love, and this is called Everyone Is Here by the Finn Brothers. And um, I think a lot of his strongest stuff has been done when there's both of them, but that's maybe just because I like two-part harmony singing. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, don't but you think that, that from being this idea of a pop band, it gets quite dark? That, I remember that album, and, and it's, it's me- melancholy and sometimes quite difficult, quite slow. Yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of his solo stuff is more um, ambient or mystic, uh, and it doesn't have that obvious pop sensibility. No. Uh, and uh, our fellow wizard, who's not coming to this gig tonight because he doesn't like Crowded House, he hates crowded uh, and, but he listened to, because I told him to, he listened to this latest Neil Finn album, and I said, well, you probably won't like it, but it might be, you might find it quite surprising. It's, I don't think this is what you expect, and, and uh, all of that was quite correct. He didn't really like it, <laughs> but it, it definitely wasn't what he was expecting a Neil Finn solo album to hit to sound like. No, he I, thought it would sound like Crowded House. I it th- doesn't. I, I think yeah. all those people who dislike Crowded House uh, in the eighties and nineties um, wouldn't expect to hear what you hear on on the latest album. Uh, which, to be fair, is is similar to the stuff you heard on on this, some of his other uh, albums as well. Although, having said that, it's a little bit more weird uh, than than Try Whistling This and One Nil. Yeah, uh, and, and there's more. Um, how can I put it? It's a bit uh, more experimental in, yeah. in places. And Music, there's some yeah. songs that aren't, you know, that would fit quite well on, a, on you know, Together Alone. But yeah, it's, mm. It's, mm. it's a bit out there, isn't it? Can I tell you about some of the other times I've seen Crowded House? Please do, sorry. Whilst, whilst that time in the 90s was, was very good, actually the reformed Crowded House, I've seen them four times with Mrs Garbanzo, who's a big fan and is coming with us tonight. Uh, I've seen them. No, I'm correction. I saw the Finn Brothers once, mm-hmm. uh, and I've seen the reformed Crowded House three times in the last uh, four or five years. Um, well, I went to see and 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 uh, the the 2004. I saw went to see the Finn Brothers at Liverpool Empire, uh, and it was the day that John Peel died. And Johnny Marr, who's a friend of of the. Uh, uh, the Finn Brothers oh, yeah. uh, came on, did a few songs with them, played a bit of harmonica, which was very, very good. They did their version of There Is A Light That Never Goes Out. Uh, someone in the crowd shouted out, because John Peel had died that day, shouted out, um, play Teenage Kicks. So Johnny Marr did an impromptu <laughs> little cover version of Teenage Kicks, which which was very nice. Uh, guess who was supporting that day? Friend, of, friend of the Wizards. Oh, Edwin Collins. Uh, Mini, Dri- Mini Driver. The famous actress oh, Minnie Driver. Minnie she does Driver. music as well. She was supporting. Yeah. The wide face of Minnie Driver. The, yes, the, the lady who once uh, was... Uh, so complimentary about so us. Very complimentary about us on Twitter, wasn't she? Very complimentary. <laughs> uh, then I saw her again at 2007 uh, at the MEN Arena, which was very good, very much a greatest hits. I think they, had my, they, they were very... They have a lot of greatest hits, hits albums, don't they? they? I think they just had a new one come out at that time. Uh, and... Uh, but then they did that album, uh, the first album they did after they reformed, which is, I, again, I love this album, Time on Earth. Have you got this one? I have got yeah, that. Yeah, it's a great album. Uh, and they played a lot off that. And then I saw them again at Liverpool Echo Arena for the Summer Pops in 2008. Johnny Marr turned up again, uh, and that was very, very good. But probably the best time I saw them, and I know you're oh, going to kick uh, yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because you, I asked you if you wanted to go to this with me, didn't you? Yeah. And, you and you, for some reason, decided not to in the end, but... Uh, uh, 27th of May 2010 27th of May is Neil Finn's birthday I didn't know that when I bought the tickets right, but let, before yeah. you explain that let yeah. me explain what happened to me mm-hmm. because we actually got tickets for this right, right. Uh, and I was going to I was going to drive to France the next day we yeah. were driving overnight uh, and I was persuaded that it was a health and safety risk 
for me to go to the concert, stay up late, and then drive overnight the next night. After a heated discussion with my partner, yeah. uh, we decided on health and safety grounds that I shouldn't attend the concert. Right. Then, you, then you tell then you told me about the concert. You tell the listener about the concert. Well, it was it wasn't just a normal um, crowded house gig. It was a, it was a party from yeah. from the minute it started because yeah. it was little. I didn't know this, but it was Neil Finn's birthday, and uh, obviously lots of the hardcore. Crowded House fans were well aware it was Neil Finn's birthday and turned up with balloons, banners, yeah, yeah. all sorts of stuff. And yeah. it was a real party atmosphere. Uh, I remember the crowd sang Happy Birthday before he, as just as, as they walked on. Uh, and he was, he was doing all kinds of stuff. He was getting, he, he spotted some little kid in the audience, so he got him up on the stage. And uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it was a real party. Johnny Marr came, was there with his daughter, of course, of course, with his, his daughter, with his daughter's, um, Sonny, and they sang some songs that they'd sung on the. On the uh, the time on Earth album, uh, Johnny Marr played. Well, they they the band played. Please, 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 let me get what I want, which was yeah. unbelievable. Uh, they always play. There is a light uh, whenever they whenever Johnny Marr's there. But but to hear them play that was fantastic. Uh, they played a cover version of pretty much my favourite David Bowie song, which is Moon Age Daydream, which was, you know, that yeah. was right out the left field. I didn't expect them to play that, but yeah. they, but they did a bloody great version of that. Yeah. And it was excellent, I'm sorry yeah, to say. It was yeah, really, yeah. really a great gig. And, and, and ask me, do, do you think that I went to bed any earlier than I would have done if I went <laughs> to the concert? No, I didn't. Well, no. at, at least I wasn't tweeting you pictures, uh, you know, <laughs> or, or saying, this is great, you should be here. I wasn't doing that because it was, I, was, I wasn't on Twitter back then. So consider yourself lucky Yeah, that's true. That. It could have yeah. been a lot worse. Could have been a lot worse. Right, <laughs> so what do we want to hear tonight then? Well, I, I, yeah. I, just wherever you are. I, yes, I would love to, and I would love to hear because, to be fair, the album version isn't nearly as good. He puts uh, electronic drums behind it and stuff like that. Right, I would love to hear wherever you are. I would really love to hear uh, about twenty crowded house songs. Yes, but, <laughs> well, but, I think but you at might, the same time, I'm not sure I really do want to. I think you might be in luck because I saw, I read a review. You played somewhere in America a month or so ago, and I read a review of it, and there was there was some crowded house songs. Of course, there was some crowded house songs, but there was a lot of. Um, Obviously, the current album and previous Neil mm-hmm. Finn solo albums. So I think there will be more. I think you're more likely to hear I, I, wherever you are than you are to hear Twenty Credit so House songs. So you're yeah. not worried at all that he comes in in a very earnest manner uh, and and do, and plays the new album. Uh, you know, very true to its nature, without any banter between the songs. He's not going to do that. He's not. He's no, he's not going to do that. Good. No, he's not. That's not his style. That, I, it's I not his that style. Might, no. Sunday night. That might be nice. No, yeah, that's not his style. He, he, he'll, he'll be. He'll be uh, you know, there'll be crowded house songs mixed in with everything else. There'll be songs from different points in his other career. There'll be split end songs. I guarantee you. I see that. Uh, yeah, could be. Yeah, oh, yeah, that that's one. a good Land one. Up. So go on then, Sharitha. What do you want to hear? Well, I want to hear some stuff off the new album. Uh, I'd, I'd like to hear some stuff off the off the two albums he's done with the Finn brothers. Mm-hmm. The new album, I think, I haven't got the track listing with me because I've left it in the car. But uh, I think it's quite. The, my favourite songs are all in the second half of the album. Round about track six, seven, eight, nine, and ten, it gets really good. Uh, and I hope he's played. I don't know what any of the songs are called, unfortunately, but I hope he plays some of those. Can't expect us to know that. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, the, uh, the best lyric, the best lyric on the album for me right. has to be like a stray dog pissing on a statue. Oh yes, yes. What what a I mean yeah. because that you just say that it, it says decay, it says dereliction, it says no one's caring about the dog or whether they're pissed <laughs> on the monument. It's it's a wonderful image, and, and it says so much. I think that's from track number eight, which is called Recluse, Indeed. I believe, yeah. 
but also I hope he plays some some crowded house stuff. Yes, I'd like to hear some of the hits, especially "Better Be Home Soon," which is a song I absolutely adore. I, I'll be I will be actually be disappointed if he doesn't play that, but I think he okay. probably will. It's one of his biggest hits. Uh, and um, I know that me, me and Mrs. Garbanzo, we've had a, we've had a few disputes about this in the past because uh, we we both love a song called "Nails in My Feet," and uh, Mrs. Garbanzo has claimed to me before that that I didn't really love that song before we met, uh, mm. and and I've also said to her, "No, you only like that song because I used to play it a lot," uh, and and she said the same to me. But actually, and is there a competition here as who liked it first? No, well, no, or we, it, we both we, we, we both accept that we both liked right, okay. Crowded House before we met. That's not in dispute. Right. But who was it that liked that particular song? Because when we first got together, yeah. we used to play that song a lot. Yeah. And and uh, Mrs. Garbanzo says that's because she liked it, and then I said that's because I liked it. And actually, we've just realised. It's because we both like it. And it's off the... Uh, it comes to that resolution, yes, that's it's nice. To, it's the Together Alone album. And it's a song that I is a little bit doesn't sound like some other Crowded House song. It's got this extraordinary guitar solo that somehow manages to... It reminds me a little bit of The Beatles' Don't Let Me Down. I can't really put my finger on why. It also reminds me very much of a, of a early 90s Elvis Costello song called Sweet Pear, which has got an extraordinary guitar solo in it as well. And it's called... Nails in my feet. My life is a house. You crawl through the window, slip across the floor and into the reception room. You enter the place of endless persuasion. Like a knock on the door when there's ten or more things to do. Who is that calling? You, my companion. through the walls to find my intentions circle round in a strange hypnotic state I look into space there is no connection a million points of light in a conversation I can't face cast me off one day to use my inhibition Sit like a lapdog on a matron's knee Where the nails on your Went on and everybody screamed surprise. The savage review, it left me gasping. But it warms my heart to see that you can do it too. Total surrender. Your touch is so tender. Your skin is like water on a bird.
Well, yeah. we're outside. Yeah, welcome back to the car park. The gig's yeah. over. Yeah. What do you make of that? Well, do you remember my worst fear? Your worst fear. That he respectfully played the whole of the new OP. Yeah. You know, and and do it absolute justice and be very reverential towards it. And so all those experimental And I said, you don't worry about that. He'll play loads of the old stuff, mixing it in. You said, and, and he's not going to do that. Yeah, no, but that is kind of what he did, isn't it? That is kind of what he did. He played the whole of the LP, yeah. including the weirdest song, Dive Bomber. Yeah. But, I mean, Mrs. Garbanzo really liked that one. She really <laughs> liked that one. She was enjoying that a lot. <laughs> I was thinking that, you know, diehard crew, Hans at Host Buttons, must have been thinking, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did hear one guy laughing. <laughs> Halfway through Dive Bomber, I was thinking, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but I quite liked it. <laughs> Uh, well, I quite like that one on the record. Yeah, it was it was good, but I was I was kind of thinking, uh, yeah, some more credit stuff. But then in the last hour, it, yeah. it, it was nothing but hits, was it? Yeah. Well, they could, been, they could have been better hits. I mean, she will have her way. It's not that's not a crescendo moment. No. Oh, I can't like that one. I'm not a big fan. Yeah, so I have to say, at that point when he was mostly playing, I think for the first hour, hour and a quarter, there was two Crowded House songs. Um, yeah. Which were um, Distant Sun, which was right at the start, and um, Fall at Your Feet. And the rest was all stuff I didn't really know that well. It was all and, and it was I was enjoying I it. I got into it. I was enjoying it. I was but enjoying at the same the time, if, if, I was drawn in, I was hypnotised. If the gig had finished there, though, which I would, well, I would be have fair, been a bit disappointed, I have I, to yeah, say. Yeah. I, I think then it, it then became a different gig. It did. Which, yes. in some respect, yeah. I was a bit out of kilter at that point. Right. Well, then, but then after that, it became more like what I've seen him like before, which is, the, yeah. you know, the, the encores, the bit at the end, where it was just him, and he was taking requests, and he, it was all yeah. very dark, wasn't it? Really? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've yeah. got to guess it, Johnny Marr came on. Johnny Marr, of course. Which was it? Straight off the plane, straight onto the stage. Yeah, Johnny fucking Marr, as I believe it's uh, compulsory to call him <laughs> these days. Um, and he looked yeah. good, actually. He looked better than I've seen He always looks while. good. He always looks good. He, he well, looks, looks cool. thinner now. Yeah. He's getting that angelic look about his face yeah. again. I like it. Yeah. And I think Weather With You for me was the highlight. The, yes. Uh, and, the, and of course, they, There Is A Light. They played the Smith song, There Is A yes, Light. Yes, did, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah and, then, and then they went off and came back on again, but it was just Neil. He played acoustic. Uh, and he played, he played quite a few bits. Chocolate Cake on the piano was very good. Well, uh, he asked for singers on Chocolate Cake. He did, yeah. Know, did, did you get that sense, I want to rush the stage and, and sing well, it? Well, if I'd known he was about to play Chocolate Cake, he said he wanted someone to sing Tim's harmony part, but I wasn't sure what he was going to no, sing. Was gonna also, we were quite a long way back, weren't we? So... Uh, <laughs> Um, it would take some chutzpah, wouldn't it, to jump over those seats yes. all the way to stage. I'll do that. And right, then okay. Get, and then you get on the stage and he goes, oh, oh we're doing this one. Oh, yeah, no, I don't know that one. Know that one. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, yeah, chocolate cake. Uh, and uh, there was a... He did get someone up for the next song after that, Pineapple well, Head. Well, well, she just said, can I sing with you? Yeah. Is what, you're a singer? She said, yeah, yeah, come yeah. sing then. Yeah. And, again, some chutzpah. No, yes. no idea what she was going to say. I didn't know if she knew the words. She wasn't short on confidence. She, yeah, she, not. She, she knew most of the words actually to be fair she was very good Lizzie I believe her name was Lizzie from Rochdale she was definitely from Rochdale yeah, yeah. no she yeah. was very good very yeah good. yeah and, and I, that's a big favourite of mine that song so lots of the Together Alone songs came yes. near the end of the gig uh, and um, a few off Woodface as well which was, yeah. which was very good yeah no there was um, some, some good stuff I, 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 still, I was still slightly convinced I, I'd enjoyed the, the LPs much more than I expected and I, I felt I was at a, like a hip psychedelic happening. Oh yeah, the, and lights, then, and the then, lights were very interesting, and the background was a coral like, reef type thing. Oh, yeah, 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 that was very good. I, I agree with you. I was enjoying it, but at the same time, if that had been the end of the gig, when when I, he finished playing that stuff, 
I would have been a bit disappointed. After the previous times when I've seen Finn Brothers and, and Crowded House, I would have been a bit disappointed. Well, interesting. I thought yeah. if he, he, I thought I'm enjoying this, but if he goes on tour playing this, he'll have no audience by the end of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it was fantastic. Yeah. So, but in tribute to the new stuff, I mean, have you got any more to add that we need to... No, I mean, and Mrs. Garbanzo, we were in the car park, in case you couldn't tell from the sound effects. Um, Mrs. Garbanzo is over there. She's not actually honking the horn yet, but it is a Sunday night, and we've all got to work tomorrow. So, uh, should we finish with one of the songs off the new off album? The old, yeah. Uh, the best song off the new album. Well, one we mentioned before, which was was a big highlight for me tonight. Uh, Dive Bomber is great, and I do recommend people should check yes. that out. Uh, not the not the album, and also the song Dive Bomber, because ah. it is great. And and to the live tonight, it was. Certainly not what anyone would expect <laughs> no. if they've just know, gone along because they know quite like weather with you. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he challenged his audience. Recluse, yeah. wasn't it? That's the Recluse one. is That's, the one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, Recluse it is. Plano. When you're one of us, you can stay here for the rest of your life. I'll open windows when you want to look out at the transit of Venus across the sun. As you're gathering dust, ancient dragons and the cicadas come. Edges jagged as you're coming undone on the white soft feathers of your bed.
Jesus had a gun. Ooh, we're sure it's getting cold outside. Slide stone.